0: Mike, I don't know. I mean, I know I live a very uh, intriguing life to you, so I know you're probably like glued to all of my social media. Uh-huh. Um. But I don't know if you've been paying attention to my Instagram while this uh, quarantine's been going on. But I've been posting a different mug that I've been drinking coffee out of every day. Hmm. I-, I don't know if you've seen any of this uh, or I- care. I'm sure you don't care. But
1: I-, I don't care. I've definitely seen it, but I don't care.
0: Okay. So I've been doing this now for however long I've been in quarantine, so I think over two weeks at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, But I am now at the point where I'm out of new mugs. So as of today, uh, I I stopped because I have no new mugs. Mm
1: -hmm. I think the takeaway from that is that you, you had at least 14 different mugs.
0: I definitely have too many mugs. But the other thing now that that is going to be a hurdle is what do I pivot my content to? What, what do I do, Mike?
1: Uh, something good.
0: Do you have any, any ideas, any suggestions?
1: No, that's why I don't post anything.
0: Fair enough. Should I, like, pivot to a different social media? Should I, like, start making TikTok dance videos or something?
1: I have, like, one friend who seems to really <laughs> enjoy looking at TikTok videos. And <laughs>
0: you mean Todd? <laughs>
1: Okay, I have two friends that are playing those TikTok videos. <laughs> so, I guess that's that's where it's at. So, if you want to if you and Jen want to like do a video where you guys dance to like a, a song or I don't know what they do exactly cuz I'm I'm not on TikTok and I really don't feel like getting on TikTok.
0: Listen, Mike, you are like a big Vine guy. So, mm-hmm. you should probably get on Bite.
1: I forgot about Byte entirely. Like I did it. Or,
0: did it already crash and burn? Is Byte still a
1: thing? I don't know. I legitimately forgot about it until you said that.
0: I don't. I don't know why they decided to to relaunch. I, I don't really. I guess to be fair, I don't really know why Vine failed to begin with.
1: I think the problem with Vine is that while it is like a, a novel concept, like hey, you know, do a quick six second video and you know it's really like not time consuming you could you could watch theoretically 10 vines in one minute and if you do like like there are some good videos so you could watch a minute of good content but it's hard to monetize that because like six seconds like where are you going to squeeze an ad into that yeah i think that's part of the problem and then i'm sure there are other flaws with it but i think from a business standpoint it was difficult to make money out of that all right, that part I
0: can understand. Then I guess my follow up question is, why the fuck are you relaunching
1: it? Because I think TikTok has become so popular, and it's essentially the same thing, but with a longer—I don't know how long a, a TikTok video is allowed to be. But I think I think everyone made the comparison, like, oh yeah, it's kind of like Tik. I mean, it's kind of like Vine. So I think Vine's like, we can come back. We just need to tweak some things. I don't know how Byte is different than Vine so
0: i don't know if they made any major change i th- i think i think bite is shorter i think it's still shorter i think it's like a shorter situation and i think it's geared more towards like you want to do something that is a loop i don't know i don't i don't understand how people i get the appeal of tiktok and i understand mm-hmm. some of the content with what people are trying to accomplish but I don't like – you can't make that same – from what I have seen, you can't make that same type of content on Byte
1: because
0: mm-hmm. Byte is like much shorter. So I don't know what you'd be making on Byte. Um, I, I I mean I'm all for like competition and all for like multiple ways to do similar things because it just makes everything better for everyone. But I, I, I don't – I don't know. I don't see this as a platform that can continue to stay relevant or prosper because I think that TikTok already has that user base. It's also, again, longer. I don't know what the smaller videos, I haven't clicked open bytes, so I don't really know what you can find on there for content, but I don't know. With that such a smaller port, I don't know how long the like you said, I don't know what the video cap is for for TikTok. Mm. But just based on opening byte and seeing TikToks, I think TikToks are much longer. Yes. Um I don't know.
1: I I think I think ultimately what it boils down to is you could you could go cross platform if you were legitimately trying to figure out what to do with yourself and you wanted to like make videos you could probably manage to like put the same video across the three different platforms and then just get people to watch it somewhere
0: i guess but like that's that's good for the user not necessarily good for the platform
1: oh yeah yeah definitely not for the platform but for the user you know cover your bases and then whichever one sticks that'll be the one where it lands.
0: Like I, I don't know. Even with TikTok, to be honest, I feel like TikTok can get not covered, but I feel like I feel like what TikTok is could easily be incorporated into Instagram, Twitter, or Snapchat. You know what I mean? Like, like I feel like no, most of the TikToks that I actually see, because I don't really open the TikTok app for anything, are on Twitter. Yes. So I, I don't know. I I feel like eventually, if TikTok lasts and seems or is profitable, someone else is just going to buy it and incorporate it into their social media platform. Yes, but I don't see that happening with Byte because I just I don't. Again, I I don't. I don't see like like you look at something like you know Twitch versus Mixer versus YouTube Gaming. There's some different things there that differentiate differentiate them enough that makes sense for. People to be on different platforms. Yeah. Where in this specific scenario, I don't, I don't really see what the gain is out of using Byte over TikTok for any reason, really.
1: Let's, let's find out what Byte does.
0: It's, I have the app on my phone. It's not updated, so if there's an update that kicks me out, I'm not gonna download it right now. All but right, let's see what happens when I click on the Byte app. What's let's my see. Keyboard here. Byte. Uh.
1: I don't know. I already don't. I already don't don't care uh, about bite. Creators. Uh, no, that's not what I want.
0: I think we may have talked about it before, and like, I don't know. You, you keep looking up what you're trying to. Yeah. The, the, the what you're trying to find here.
1: Byte versus TikTok. Which one? Will, well, this is a fairly recent article. Let's just read this. Um, while I read that, I suppose you should probably start talking about something else because I'm not going to read out loud.
0: That would make sense. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pass Control Podcast, a show where a couple of best friends talk about the latest in gaming, nerd culture, and apparently TikToks, Vines, and and bites. Sometimes we have guests, sometimes we talk about Overwatch too much. Either way, we have a new episode for you each and every week. As always, I'm your host, Brennan Groom, and joining me on this lovely Sunday evening is the anime senpai himself, Mr. Michael Zier. Mike, how are you doing tonight?
1: Just reading about TikTok and Vine right now.
0: So I would I would gather that you're doing amazing.
1: This has been the highlight of my my weekend.
0: I I, I like to hear it. I like to hear it. So what what have you uh, taken away from this article so far?
1: Um, I feel like they're giving. I'm, I mean,
0: plug 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 the article. Plug the website. Give give them some love.
1: It's CNET. I mean, CNET oh, okay. CNET doesn't need like me promoting it. Um, this is it's all... not the promoting.
0: It's just, you know, we're getting information from someone else. Well, you it's, should,
1: it's, it's breaking it up. And like this first part here is TikTok, but I think we've already established what TikTok is. So let me get to the vine. I mean, to the bite part.
0: <laughs> all right. You, you scrolled skim through that quickly. I will, uh, let our listeners know that this episode of the past controller podcast is sponsored by our good friends at goodnight fatty, but we'll talk more about that later. While Mike's reading that, if you are looking for something to read tonight, this week, you know, whenever. There's a couple of new things up on the website. Uh, you can check out my review on Bloodroots. It's a came out last month. It is a really, really fun, like, one-hit kill uh, platformer, action platformer, something in the veins of, like, Hotline Miami, uh, where your goal is to clear out the area of all the enemies. Most of the enemies die in one hit. You also die in one hit. Um, what really separates this from other games I've played in this type of genre is that Almost everything on in the levels is like equipable. so you can pick up crazy types of weapons to kill people with. Um, some of them are just like blunt objects that you can hit someone with, and and then there's things that are you know there's like a chain chop type enemy thing, or not enemy, but a weapon that you can pick up that like you latch onto people and it like like a chain chop like zooms forward towards them, bites them, and then you can kind of combo around that. Um, so there's really cool weapons in here. Uh, it's really fun, fast-paced. I enjoyed my time with it. It has a really you know, good story for the type of game that it is. Um, so I, I would recommend that. Definitely something to check out. I know it's on PC. I know it's on Switch. I think it's on PS4 as well. I do not believe it's on Xbox. Um, but check out my review, pastcontroller.io. You can see my full thoughts on that game. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. And later this week, you can look for my review on Skyracket, which we'll talk a little bit about in a second. But have you reached a point of summation, Mike? Uh,
1: my only takeaway is that byte videos are 6.5 seconds long compared to TikTok's 15. That's like the max. And I think uh, TikTok does have like more features in terms of like editing the video, whereas Byte might be a little bit simpler. I feel like this would be an easier thing for us to gauge if I would actually look at bite videos but I'm not going to do that now. I'm just
0: Yeah, I yeah, I like that's the thing is I don't open either of these apps. And on Twitter, which I spend most of my probably social media times on Twitter, I see people posting TikToks all the time. I don't think I've ever seen someone post a bite.
1: Yeah, which is unfortunate cuz I I kind of want them to do well.
0: I mean, I guess I don't really care either way. I I I made an account on both so that I had my account that I would want my username across all things, but I don't do anything with it. I've well, I don't have a TikTok for myself. I have a TikTok for Past Controller cuz I wanted to po- have that name as well. Yeah. Um so I've posted some stuff to TikTok for Past Controller that we've po- that was like originated elsewhere. Um but I I I don't know. I I don't I don't feel like learning how to create TikTok content, at least not right now. So I know that's like a a realm that we're not making things at the moment because it definitely takes a certain set of skills and, and, and content creation, which I do think we could do it. I just think that that's not where I want to spend our energy right now. But anyways, that's, uh, I don't think bite's going to last Mike.
1: No. I'll get in on it now and just make a few videos. And then, you know, that'll be my little souvenir.
0: So when we originally talked about it, you said you were going to get in and have your name parked that way. You know, you could be on the ground floor in case it took off. It Seems like you dropped the ball, Mike. Seems like you dropped the
1: ball. I mean, we started this conversation with, I legitimately forgot Bite existed. So that does not surprise.
0: Well, now as your reminder, you can go park that... At underscore mycopath or mycology101 or Shadowstar or whatever it is you want to park, yeah, you we'll could have see it. What happens. Well, actually, maybe you can have it, Mike. Maybe someone else, maybe, maybe some other Michael out there came along and said, you know what, mycology101, that's my username. I'm going to take it.
1: Well, you know, if he beat me to it, he beat me to it.
0: Listen, I'll tell you right now, I'd have a fucking A plus in, I'd have a fucking A plus plus in mycology101. Mycology102, I don't know. That's a little advanced. You're a tough cookie to crack.
1: Mm, well, good thing I'm not offering courses.
0: I'll find a way. I'll get on. I'll get on the the short list for uh, uh, reserve seating. Mm. Anyways, Mike. Other than Persona Five, because I know you're playing Persona Five. Anything else making its way into your rotation this week? Nope. How, have you finished Persona Five?
1: Uh, no. I think I'm close to the end, but, like, every single time I think I'm close to the end, something else happens. I'm just like, all right, whatever, let's just keep doing this.
0: Okay. Have you made the difficult decision of what's next?
1: Uh, When I beat the game, I'll I'll suss out if I feel compelled to... I think I've mentioned this before. If I feel compelled to play through it again. I don't, again, I don't know what happens with New Game Plus. I don't know what things transfer over. So, like, if things transfer over and I, like, bump down the difficulty and I can bang through it just so I can get, like, you know, max confidant levels or something. Like, there were a couple confidants that I legitimately did not make until what appears to be, like, the end game, where I couldn't do anything with them anyway just because I made the contract so late. Yeah. So like I could try doing it again properly.
0: Um interesting. So if stuff carries over, you'd be you'd be interested in potentially jumping back in. But if stuff doesn't carry over, you think you're going to just move on to something new or is would it make more sense to then go go get royal and try to work your way through getting the confidence you want leveled up properly?
1: Uh I'm gonna say no to Royal just now because, A, I feel like I would need some time to breathe between playing the whole game over again because I think I just did a save now and I'm at, like, a hundred and something hours and, like, uh, that's a lot of time. um, So I don't think I really want to just do that, jump into that right away. Plus, I had the added benefit of, like, when I was playing through this game, I got to a point where I was just like, you know what, just... I would just like quickly look up like, okay, what am I supposed to say here? Or what's this thing weak to, just so I could just bang it out rather than try and figure it out on my own. And yeah. I feel like this game is too new for me to get all that information right up front.
0: Fair enough. Um I almost popped in Persona Five today. I think it's coming. I think you'll you'll see me on Persona Five this week. Um I've kinda I've I've done like I've done two different things this week. I have got some stuff done that I needed to get done for Passing controller and some games that I needed to kind of write some stuff up and finish some things. And I'm in the process of finishing up some other stuff. So I'm like, okay, cool. Now I have a little bit more of a clean slate. I can kind of work some other things in. I rolled credits this morning on Animal Crossing. I'm not gonna. I'm not done playing Animal Crossing. I'm nowhere near done playing that game. Uh, after I think, I think when I looked the last time I looked, I was like 110 hours. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm nowhere done done playing that game. But I've I've gotten to a point where I have a lot of the stuff that I need to like customize my island more, and, like basically, I'm at a point where like there's more I can be doing in a day to day basis other than just like farming bells or stuff. So. But we'll talk about *Ninjatown* in a second. So, I'm like, okay, cool. Maybe I'll jump into Persona Five. You know, I have other games in my backlog that I need to finish that are, have been started. Like *Control*, I really want to finish *Control*. I haven't, I didn't stop playing it for any other reason other than other games took up my my space. Like *Control* was amazing. I want to finish that game, so I debated like maybe I'll jump into that. Maybe I'll do this. But also, near Automata* came out on Game Pass on Thursday, so I started that, and I'm like a few hours into that. Uh, and I'm fucking loving it. It's great.
1: I didn't know there was a roll credits in Animal Crossing. I didn't know there was so happens.
0: I don't remember there ever being a roll credits in Animal Crossing in any previous game. Um, but it's the way they do it is smart. Like, because again, I don't remember there ever being a roll credits. So maybe this is just a way to like. I don't know. Let everyone that works in the game have a moment in the game where they all get recognized. Um, but the way that they do it is smart. I mean, I can say what it is. I, I wouldn't really consider it a big spoiler. I mean, if you're playing Animal Crossing and you haven't rolled credits yet and you don't want to know what it is, skip two minutes or I guess a minute. But basically, once you get, once you do a few different upgrades on your island and get the max ten villagers to move in there. And get your island to be rated at least three stars. I think it's three stars. Um, talk to Isabel in the community center or residential services, whatever it's called. And you ask her to check the status of, like, the, the image of your island. And you get, a, like, a review from from KS. And then fucking Isabel and, and Tom Nook freak out because he's like, are you kidding me? That's fucking KK. So, like, all right, cool, whatever. He calls KK. Because, like, the... I guess... The, like the overarching like story of the game is you Tom Nook wants to get KK to come play at the island. like that's the story of the game, I guess. Mm. So I guess like the the mini narrative within the game is you need to do these things to basically make your island popular and cool enough for KK to want to come play a show. So after you do all that, he comes and plays a special show. Which, while he's playing the song, the credits roll. I see. And then after that, like, everyone claps, whatever. Tom Nook meets you at your house, tells you, like, oh, like, blah, blah, you know, KK will now come and play every Saturday like he does normally in every game. Um, which is why that's what he does in Smash. If you play on Town & City or uh, uh, Town & City and in... Somethingville. Smashville. Ah, uh, Smashville. When you play on those levels you know, if you're playing, if your system has the correct time, he'll play at us. I forget what time on Saturday night, is it 8 to 10?
1: I think so. I know it um, starts at 8, I don't know what the end time is.
0: So basically, that's the way he functions in, in all the Animal Crossing games. So now going forward on my island on Saturday nights, he'll show up and play concerts. Um But, yeah, so the credits roll. So like, it, it, it's cool, it, it's a good way, it's a good way to like kind of break up I guess that little mini narrative and also let the people who worked on the game get acknowledged. Um, and I think the game all, cause I think if you're new to animal crossing, maybe you think, Oh, I beat the game already. They make sure like Tom Nook, makes sure to tell you that like, no, 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 this is not over. You have plenty of stuff to do still. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to be past that little hump just cause I want to like now really dig in and go crazy, like hunting for stuff and upgrading and trying to finish my museum. Um, and now I can start the really like sad process of kicking villagers out of my town <laughs> mm. or my Island rather it, from what I was reading online. The way you have to do it is basically if you go to residential services, talk to Isabel, you have the option to uh, discuss a resident and you can basically say, you don't like the re- way this resident, you can either say, you don't like the way this resident is talking to you or you don't like this way. The resident is, dressing so i have a few that i want to replace on my island because i just want to get them out because i don't want them to begin with um but the game i don't know like it's just like a moral dilemma i'm having in my head of i feel bad going to isabel and complaining to kick these people out
1: it just sounds like a movie you would do in real life just be like yeah you know i don't really like they're playing this loud music at night, and i
0: But it's kind of like a dicky thing, though. Especially because, like, it's not, it's not that I don't like the villagers that I have, but there's, like, some villagers that I want to have. So I'm, like, looking at the ones I have, I'm like, all right, well, I don't fucking want you, Sandy or Wendy. Like, get out of my fucking town. Um, but I will say this, Mike. I know I was all this talk about fucking Mr. Catville, mm-hmm. and at least for now, I'm not going to do that. But
1: But at some point you're gonna go to Isabel and be like, Listen, I don't <laughs> I don't like the way this person's dressed because they're dressed like a dog and I don't <laughs> like dogs. I want <laughs> dogs out of here.
0: Isabel, Mike, Isabel's a dog, you gotta relax.
1: Hey, listen, this is your this is you talking to her, not me. I'm, no, No I'm no here. this is not me. I would like, never I don't like dogs. And you like you look at her and she knows what you're talking about and she's like, Oh, okay, i I'll, I'll get him to leave. He's like, Yeah, you better. Dogs have no place on my island.
0: And I would never, like, never speak that way.
1: And she would go home and she would cry. She would cry that she worked for such a racist monster.
0: <laughs> Again, I told you, Mike, I've I have n- decided, at least for now, that I'm not going to go all cats.
1: For now. For now. For now.
0: We'll see. We'll see what happens in the future. I'll switch it up at some point. I in might future. get tired of certain villagers and be like, you know what? Your time has come. You can move on. Uh,. But it won't ever be all cats because I have two villagers now that got the lock. Like they got, they got the fucking seal of approval. They're not leaving. A, a seal of approval. Uh, so b- before I get to those two villagers, though, I got two cats. Finally, I got uh, Rosie, and I got Bob, mm-hmm. who initially I was like, I gotta get Bob. I gotta get Kid Cat. But I got Rosie on a mystery island so i was like okay i'm not missing this opportunity so come on over and then i convinced bob to come so i got bob now um i get kid cat waiting in the wings he's ready to roll the problem is i gotta fucking kick someone out Mike. Mm-hmm. so so i'm working on getting out wendy or sandy those are the two lowest on the totem pole uh wendy you know super nice little sheep lamb but you know uh, you know come on, and then sandy is i don't know if she's like a turkey or like a uh, uh an ostrich I don't know what sandy is she's some type of bird that is like a turkey or ostrich but you know i i you're just when I look at my list of villagers you and Wendy make the bottom of the list so we're, we're there
1: do you I ever, will say get like a like a <laughs> and like a newsletter in the game and then like you read an article about like some other city where like there's a big homeless problem and like you see a picture of Wendy or Sandy and she's like yeah I used to have a house but you know it wasn't that I couldn't afford it I just I just got evicted and they kicked me out and then I couldn't find a place to stay and I've been out on the streets and she's like panhandling or whatever
0: Listen here's the thing all of these people are coming from some other home mm-hmm. they're just decided to move to the island mm-hmm. you so know they, what I mean? they-
1: they uproot their lives. You know, I don't know if they <laughs> sold their old
0: home. I have no. Maybe this is a summer home. Maybe it's a part home. They I don't bring know. Part time home.
1: Their their spouses. They bring their children. The children have to like go to new schools. They move and they're like, it's like all right, this is where we live. This is where our lives. And then it's like, oh, sorry, honey, we got to move again because the the person who who came here first, like they think they run the place and they don't like the way we dress.
0: I mean, like the way to be like to the way be I say f- hi to, to be fair, like. Tom Nook is the money man, mm-hmm. but I pretty much – he pretty much gives me the power, you know? He pretty much puts it in my hands.
1: Yeah, but wasn't it like um, a vacation package? Is, aren't you just like hanging out there?
0: Well, yes, but I mean first of all, everything Tom Nook does is a scam. Like he's just a scam artist. But uh, I forget what the title is they give you. you you're like the something uh, – fuck, what do they call you? I don't know. But you have like – you're you're kind of like the ranking villager like tom nook gives you all the power you get to decide who moves there you get to decide you know what construction projects go underway you pretty much get to decide everything he's giving you that that power uh no one else has that power so i don't know what that means you know i don't know what that does Mike. the air the hierarchy of the fucking island but sounds like i get a say who gets to live there anyways genji who i started from the beginning he's not going anywhere he's my fucking bunny dude he's the man octavian mike Mm -hmm. who is this grumpy octopus this motherfucker not going anywhere he's on the island for good he's staying he's the man
1: grumpy octopus got
0: it gotta stay so i got the two cats i got those two and then i got o'hare who i didn't like i didn't know what to do he kind of just moved in on his own i because i (laughs) he
1: kind of, I, <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't tell him to come in because, as you know, no, I I hold the keys. I say who stays here and who leaves. But this guy just showed up.
0: So here's here's the here's the here's what I did not know, is that when you put up a plot of land for sale, if you don't go find someone to move in that day, if someone else calls Tom Nook, they can move in. So O'Hare just decided to fucking give Mister Nook a ring a ding, and next thing I know, he's on my island. So, I don't know as of right now he's like in the middle ground. I can't decide if he stays or not. He's he's like a he's like a bunny that has like a little green top hat. His name's O'Hare. I don't know if he's supposed to be Irish, but he's talks with like I don't know. He I don't I I have to dissect his dialogue more. I don't know if he talks with like some sort of so, supposed to be like Spanish accent. But he's ends a lot of sentences with amigo. So what but his name's oh. but his name's O'Hare and he has a green top hat. So I don't know what he's supposed to do.
1: So what you're saying is you're gonna go to Isabel and be like, Yeah, I don't like the way this guy's talking to me.
0: <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. His name's O'Hare,
1: but he's he's speaking <laughs> Spanish. What's going on? I here? just I just don't know how his to hat's green. Him out
0: I don't know how to figure him out, Mike. Uh, no, because, like, like O'Hare. Like, I don't know, like, fucking O'Brien. Like, he's, he's clearly supposed to be maybe Irish. I'm or so in the not. weeds
1: with O'Hare. <laughs> uh,
0: who else is on my island? I don't know. Oh, Boris is another one that just moved in without my fucking consent. He's just, like, a grumpy warthog, and I... I I haven't talked to him enough, so I don't know where he stands. I don't know where he stands. His um, name is
1: Boris, so I'm assuming he's Russian. But the few times I talked to him, he said "see, si, senor," and I'm still so confused. <laughs> um,
0: and then, and then Renee, who's a horse, who I don't have any strong feelings on either way. She was my so when you move, when you start the game, you get assigned two random villagers with you, and I didn't like. I wasn't like save scumming i wasn't looking for like specific villagers off the bat i know some people do that um but i uh basically i don't know i don't i don't know so genji and renee were off the top of the bat for me i don't know who i want to like genji's saying because he's the man like he's probably my number one villager right now him and i chat every day we hang out i usually find him like chilling somewhere you know just lifting some weights he calls me mochi He's staying. Um, I feel like Renee is there from the beginning. So, like, maybe Renee has to stay. Like, I don't know. I I don't know, Mike. I'm at a loss. Oh,
1: well, I'm sure but regardless,
0: can. Sandy and Wendy got to go. Because mm-hmm. I need Kit Kat. And then I, I just I want, like, another spot to play around with. Like, I, I want to, like, look for another villager that feels, you know, who I want to have come, come down to the party. Um, and before, before Renee gets the ax, it would probably be Boris anyway. So, so, so Renee has some time to like make her stance, you know, prove herself, I guess. Anyways, I don't know. On top of that, Animal Crossing, the bunny day event is going on right now, Mm -hmm. which is from April 1st, to April 12th. And it's basically like an Easter themed event. Mm -hmm. Um, people are not super digging this event that's what i've gathered um i don't actually i didn't actually see anything to prove this but there have been two updates to the game since it's come out one was to fix a balloon issue i guess like people were having issues with like balloons in the sky not spawning um or something like that i think the other update fixed the spawn rate of the limited time item to begin with so basically With during this event, the main thing you're doing is collecting eggs, and you can use those eggs as crafting materials to make special limited time furniture and stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the spawn rate of eggs is fucking absurd. Like, so there's eggs in the water. So if you're fishing, you see a fish, you're like, oh shit, I need to get some fish. And like, fish is like, at least for me, and I think for a lot of people, is like one of the main sources of income to like make bells. But you get a lot of eggs. And that shit doesn't sell for anything. So I have a lot of eggs. A lot of people have a lot of eggs. But I feel like since the second update, I've been having better luck with fishing. So I think it might have fixed the like ratio. Um, but I haven't seen like a, any – any you know, something to confirm that or not. Um, I don't hate the event. I mean it's fine. I'm not going to – personally use really any of the stuff that i've seen for for uh, crafting that you can unlock but i've been unlocking all of it i have it all unlocked currently there's a few things i'm missing that i haven't just haven't gotten the cards for yet but uh i'm just gonna craft it all so i have it all because you know i just want to collect everything but i probably will will not uh be rocking any of that gear i have a few things for like decorations outside that are just out because you know it's whatever it's it's bunny day you know people are happy on the island let's throw some bunny decorations around (laughs) Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that to end just so that I can go back to fishing normally. Um, but outside of Animal Crossing, I've also been playing, like I said, Near Automata. Uh, I'm slowly finishing up Murder by Numbers. Um, I started playing Good Job, which was a game that came out in the last, well, last week during the Indie Direct. Did we talk about this game at all?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so.
0: Um, I I okay. so I I've a trailer
1: after the fact or something.
0: Ah, that's right. Okay. So I I didn't I didn't had not played it at that point. So I've played it now. I'm enjoying it so far. Uh it's it's fun. It's fine. It's a it is a it would probably be a really fun co-op game. Uh there's no online co-op, so it's coach co-op only, but it's in that same type of vein as like a is like a chaotic uh co-op game like a Overcooked. Yeah. Um but I'm enjoying it so far. It, it it's fun kind of dicking around and and breaking things um and then i've also been playing skyrocket which i'm pretty close to the end of that game and i'll have a review a written review up for that after but so far like i'm i'm loving it it's not easy the further you get um it has a a bunch of really cool mechanics that it introduces over time but it's basically like a i think we did I think I did to give the premise of this game last episode, but I'll, I've played a lot more of it now so I can talk a little bit more about it. But uh, it's basically a shoot 'em up mixed with Brick Breaker, but also in later levels introduces some like pinball mechanics and stuff. It is really fun. It has really good pixel art. It has really good music. Uh, it has crazy enemies. There's, like, sandwich cats that are funny because they're cats, but they're also sandwiches. Um uh, but there's just there's like crazy enemies. It's really fun. Uh, but again, like I said, it's it's kind of difficult. You c- kind of just in the same vein as actual tennis, which this kind of plays on tennis in Brick Breaker. Um, you have to be conscious of like not overextending because you basically in a shoot 'em up you have like stuff you're shooting. In this game, you don't have stuff you're shooting. You have a racket and certain enemies and certain projectiles you can hit back at people so you need to be like paying very close attention to everything that's moving on the screen and who's shooting what at you and you know volleying things back at your enemies it it's it's pretty fun I'm, i'm enjoying it a lot um but i'll i'll have more uh some deeper thoughts on that later in the week when i put up that review um before we get into the uh bigger topics of the evening and wrap things up because apparently it's 35 minutes how long were we talking about animal crossing jesus christ
1: mm, I, don't, well, I mean yeah
0: actually we're probably talking about vine for a long time
1: <laughs> i think it i think it breaks down to 15 minutes a piece
0: eh, fair enough uh so i started watching the wire mike mm-hmm. have you you've never watched the show right
1: no it's been on the back burner
0: is something that you've want to watch like, have wanted to watch?
1: Yeah, because I heard very good things about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I should definitely watch it. And for a while, I just didn't have the opportunity because I didn't have HBO. But now I have HBO, and I think it's even on Amazon Prime, or at least it was for a period of time. And I still haven't done it.
0: So I, it was never really a show that I, it was like on my, like, I know it's like a show that is, you know, has some acclaim to it. So I, you know, it, it's in the sphere of maybe I'll watch this at some point, but I never really had like a urge to. But I listen to uh I listen to uh Kotaku Split Screen podcast, which is is uh, a really good podcast. Like I love that podcast. It's probably it's probably my favorite, like video game related podcast. I don't know. I it, it's really enjoyable. I enjoy I look forward to listening to that every week. I think they have really good opinions. Uh, I think they're they're pretty unbiased in their opinions. Uh well, unbiased in their you know, they have their own opinions. Um so I enjoy that show. But lately they've been talking about the wire because of quarantine. Uh, one of the hosts, Maddie has been trying to get Jason Schreier to watch it for a while. And now that he's quarantined, he's, he's been watching it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck, maybe I should just check out this show. Like whatever. I, I, I need something to watch. I need something to occupy, occupy my brain. I have HBO, which by the way, HBO's certain things on HBO are free right now. That show is one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you don't have HBO, you can go watch The Wire if you want. But I won't like say anything specific about the show because if you plan on watching it, which at least for the first season, I would recommend watching the first season because it's pretty fucking good. Mike, yeah. <laughs> um, Todd has some mixed feelings about about it, um, but Joe loves it. Says it's one of the best shows ever, and he's like pumped that I'm watching it now. So we him and I have been talking about it the past few days because I binge the first season the past two days. So I've already watched the first season, and it's really fucking good. Um, yeah, it's 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 real good. Idris Elba is fantastic in it. Um, I don't know the actor's name. Did, did you watch... Uh, p- 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 what's the name of that show?
1: I gonna talk about the guy that was in um, Moonlight and Luke Cage and... Mashal Ali, I forget his first
0: name. Not Mahershala Ali. No. Okay. Um, hold on. I can tell you right now. Um, Boardwalk Empire. Did you ever watch that show? No. Okay. I don't know what the actor's name is. Hold on. Um, Michael K. Williams. Do you know that actor?
1: Uh, I know. I've. I know I know his name, and I'm gonna look him up right now. But I am pretty sure I know who you're talking about.
0: Okay, so he he uh, he plays a character named Omar on the show, and yes. he is incredible. Like I fucking love love his character on the show. Uh, but it, it, it's a good show. A fucking baby uh, Michael B. Jordan's on the show, mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy. He's like I, he he's got to be like a young teenager on the show. Um I mean he plays a 16-year-old. He's he's probably not much older than that in the actual show. Like in 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 real time, he's probably not much actual older than that. Yeah. Um But it, it's good. I would definitely recommend at least watching the first season. Um from what Joe was telling me, second season's kind of whack, but he said the third and fourth season are amazing. Um and better than the first season, which if that's true, I can't wait. Um but it is disappointing to hear him say that the second season is kind of whack Arnold's because I don't want to have to get through 12 hours of a whack season of a show. Mm -hmm. But if season three and four are really that good, then I think it might be worth getting through. Um, So with that being said, one of the things I wanted to ask you, Mike is if you are home right now, which you should be, for quarantine during right. this time, as uh, much as possible. Suffered. If uh, let's just let's just imagine that this person doesn't have any streaming services currently. Mm-hmm. Is there one streaming service that you could like recommend? Like between Netflix, Hulu, HBO, Disney Plus, whatever the Amazon one is called—is it just called Prime Video? Yes. Um or something else that I'm not aware of, or I don't know. I, I don't know how the anime ones break down. Like, I don't know. I know you, you use some fucking Verve or something. VRV, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what, like I don't know what that is compared to Crunchyroll or whatever else is out there for anime specific ones or if it makes sense to use Netflix or Hulu for what they have for anime, but regardless, like if you were gonna point someone in a direction or say like this is the one to have, is there like a, is there is there a one in your brain?
1: uh no i mean everything has their their perks it really depends on which of the perks you actually want so like i could say yeah go with amazon prime because then you have amazon prime and when you're stuck at home and you need to order things to come to your house you get two-day delivery so go with that um i think probably netflix has a bigger category better bigger catalog in terms of what's available to stream so i could say go with that or you know if you get let's say hulu then you can kind of stream a lot of uh a lot of shows that are airing currently um Mm -hmm. if you pay for vrv then you get crunchyroll by default so like i forget how much crunchyroll actually costs by itself so i would just say go with vrv Uh, I think Crackle is still free, but, you know, that lineup is kind of whatever. Uh, I don't
0: even know what the fuck is on Crackle.
1: Crackle is, it's a Sony-owned streaming service. A lot of it's, like, Sony properties, but I think some some other things show up there, too, from time to time. Um, And then, of course, you've got, like, your network-related streaming services, like CBS All Access, which I can't really recommend, until they find no,
0: and you. i should fucking cancel it because i still pay for that
1: yeah um at some point it's going to i don't know if they're making a separate thing or if they're going to turn cbs all access into this but i believe cbs is either owned or they've got some connection to paramount studios so i believe the plan is to make a streaming service that has like CBS stuff and Paramount Studios stuff all kind of together sort of like their version of HBO Max um okay and what else am I forgetting you've got Disney but Disney's I mean it's- I'm just going
0: to go ahead I'm just going to go ahead and say it Mike mm-hmm. I in during this quarantine I have opened up all of the streaming apps that i have so netflix hulu disney plus amazon hbo and i think disney's the weakest one unless you specifically want to watch disney movies i think disney plus is the weakest one right now
1: it's it's also the cheapest one i believe outside of like the free crackle but yes i don't think disney like i haven't really opened up i don't think i've opened it up since mandalorian finished yeah, which
0: don't get me wrong, like Mandalorian is fantastic. There's a lot of really great movies on there. There's, there's a ton of, I mean, I don't know if all of the Marvel movies are on there or not, but there's a lot of Marvel movies, all of the Star Wars movies. There's a lot of good Disney content on there. It's just I personally don't want to watch much Disney content right now. So for me, it's like a service that I, like, I'm like. i going to continue to pay for because like, you know, randomly like the other night we watched – one of the older Muppet movies which is fine yeah but like the thing about like Netflix in particular for me at least is like there's much more variety when I open Netflix as opposed to opening Disney plus it's like I'm making a commitment to watch a Disney thing right now yeah which I feel like I don't really have the urge to do so I just don't open Disney plus
1: yeah, I might have opened it up once if I was like I need something to play in the background. Let me just let Simpsons play for a bit cuz it's not currently airing on television. Um, yeah.
0: Which by the end of May, I think they said they'll fi- have the the fixed fix, yeah. aspect, aspect ratio yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um
1: I was about to say something else too. Oh, I was going to say I I'm already logged into Disney Plus. I did like the 3-year thing so like. Uh, that, that's right. So I don't That's I, that's I it.
0: again, like I think for what Disney Plus offers, it is like a great value for all of that content i guess for this specific example if you were going to pick one i would not pick disney plus yeah um but like having it as again like i am in a comfortable enough financial situation where i don't mind whatever it is five dollars a month paying five dollars a month to have access to that stuff
1: yeah it's something that Um, will eventually probably be like a better bang for your buck but as it currently stands like if you're in the market for something and you don't really have it i wouldn't say yeah pick up disney. start
0: with that and again unless like you're you love disney movies and in disney shows then great but like for me the whole section of it that's like disney tv shows i could care less i am not interested in i'm talking about like disney channel stuff not like you know New content they're gonna make for this because some of the, some of the stuff that's on there now like is not that bad like I've enjoyed what I've watched of the Imagineering story I think it's called which is like kind of the story of like Walt and like Disney being built and stuff which is interesting I enjoy watching that some of the some of the episodes of the Jeff Goldblum show the world according to Jeff Goldblum are good I, I would recommend that show um, I've kind of soured myself on it because. Jeff Goldblum, funny guy, interesting guy. I like seeing things through his eyes because he has an interesting perspective. But they did an episode on gaming that made me agitated. So now I've like I'm like all right, I'm done with this show because it's like I don't know. It was an episode on gaming that I think didn't show. A lot of what gaming actually is, I thought it was a, I thought it was a bad representation of gaming. Um, yeah. So I've kind of, I've kind of like, eh, whatever. I'm all set with that show. I mean, the other categories, it's like, oh, like an episode on shoes, cool. I'll watch this. An episode on ice cream, cool. Like fun stuff. Like, and the episode on gaming was just not. I think it was just a bad representation of what gaming and gaming culture is. Um, but, I mean, if I had to. Pick one out of these categories here for someone who doesn't have anything. I personally think Netflix, you get a good variety. You get a lot of really good original content on there. Um, Six Seasons of Communities on there now, Mike. Sure is. Uh, I think it has a – I mean, you would know better than me, but I think it has a decent selection of anime.
1: Um. Yeah, it's got a decent amount. I At this point, you could probably – if you're looking for anime, you could probably – between um between paying for like let's say netflix i think this is a free tier of crunchy that gets you some access to some things and then they recently released um the streaming service retro what's it called again retro retro crush um which has a bunch of I guess old stuff. It was kind of weird to say like it's old stuff because I think something on there was like from the early... Two- what was on there that I was like, oh, it's not that old.
0: Um, I mean, to be fair, early 2000s is like you know, I know. 15 years plus at this point.
1: <laughs> I know. Uh,
0: I heard someone on a podcast recently talk about like, I think an Xbox 360 game as being a retro game and I was like, is it though? But I, I mean, oh, it kind of is. It on my phone. <laughs> Um, I think I saw someone post something about the servers you're talking about.
1: Yeah. Um, it doesn't really matter. I'm just saying like, it's got like, quote unquote, and it's free. Yes. I think it's Hmm. ad supported.
0: Interesting. Um, but yeah, I think, I think I'd throw my hat in the ring for Netflix as a, if you're, if you don't have, which I think, I think.
1: Oh, you can also download I think most... TV, which is also free, and it basically acts as if it's a, like, television, and that something, like, you don't cue something up to play, it's just like there are different channels, and th- something's already playing.
0: Okay. Hmm. I don't know. I personally don't find a lot on actual TV, so I don't really watch TV. Like the, the, the two things that I put on besides if I want to watch the news is the office reruns that are on comedy central. If I don't feel like opening Netflix to put them on myself or, uh, (laughs) thank God food Network's been putting on a lot of diners, drive-ins and dives during this, (laughs) which I guess I could open Hulu if I wanted to pick certain episodes, but I don't need it with that. Um, but I, th- I think I'd throw my hat in the ring for Netflix. I think it has a good variety of, of stuff. Movies, comedy specials, original content. I think when Disney Plus has more of its original content, it'll be a better... V- I, I See, I don't think it's a bad value. I just don't think it's a great option if it's the one thing you're going to pick.
1: Yeah. Oh, they recently added uh, Onward, so they got that going for them.
0: I, I did see that. I actually almost put it on last night, but... Um, I ended up just finishing The Wire instead. Um, but, like, when they had those Marvel shows and when they had, uh, like, the Star Wars shows sidebar, they're working
1: on... Quick sidebar. Can or can you not hear my mother trying to sing in the background?
0: So I was gonna literally just ask you, is that your cat? <laughs> no.
1: is my mother just being very loud. Oh, that man. was my cat, though.
0: Okay. I Listen, I like the... I like the uh, the cadence in the background. It adds a little flavor. it adds a little flavor to the to the podcast. Mike, before we touch on the last thing and wrap this episode, episode one ninety one of the Pass Control Podcast up, this episode is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you are in the Salem, Massachusetts area, you can drop by their one Washington Square location and get yourself a uh curbside pickup order, since they're now doing that with what's going on in, in the world and what's going on in Massachusetts. Um or you can order on their website or on their social media. Go to instagram.com slash goodnightfatty and get the link there to get a fatty drop. Which, did you do that the other day, Mike?
1: Uh, no, because at some point I figured out what the what they were having. And I was like, uh, I would only eat one of those cookies and it wasn't going to... It just wasn't in the cards for me that day. So
0: I I remember that I told you that the Oreo one was there, Mm -hmm. and thankfully you didn't order it because it was Oreo coconut. coconut. Yeah, I know. Which I would have been all about, but you know what I'm doing right now. So, which is not eating anything.
1: I would have had the uh, pretzel one probably. I think the pretzel one was the one that I saw. I was like, oh, yeah, I'd probably eat that. But I was like, yeah, I I can't. If I ordered it, what would end up happening is that I would get them and just let them sit there, and I'd feel bad.
0: Yeah, so Mike usually a big fan of Good Night Fatty. He still is a good big fan of Good Night Fatty, but Mike picky on his ingredients. So if the cookies have nuts or or other or coconut or other certain things, he's not a big fan of those items. Um, but you can get delivery from them, and as of today, they were testing out delivery to outside of Salem. So Beverly, Marblehead, and Peabody, I believe, were the cities that were added to the list. Mm-hmm. So they're seeing if they can extend their footprint with their current level of business and manpower. Um, But fantastic people, fantastic local company. If you're in this area, please support them if you can. They have a different rotating set of three cookies every evening on the weekends. And on the mornings on the weekend, you can get yourself a chubby, which is a little pocket filled with eggs, veggies, meat, all this other good stuff. Check them out at Goodnight Fatty on social media. And if you do, Get an order with them. Let them know Pass the controller sent you. Mike, the last thing I want to talk about tonight before we wrap things up is over this week, there was a pretty substantial leak that came out that was still not like... Nintendo hasn't commented on it, but it's been corroborated by, or at least written up by, a lot of prominent websites. So it leads me to believe that there's some potential reality behind this leak Mm -hmm. um this year is the 35th anniversary of mario Mm -hmm. so have you seen this rumor what they plan on doing
1: uh yes i think so
0: so the the rumor that's going around is basically that we're going to get some sort of collection of 3d mario games to celebrate the 35th anniversary which would include super mario 64 super (laughs) mario sunshine super mario galaxy one and Uh two In addition to that... So that would be, according to the league, it would be a collection of those games on one thing. So it would be like like you'd buy the one thing and get those four games. In addition to that, we're also supposedly getting Super Mario 3D World from the Wii U ported over, but a deluxe version that has more levels and other content in it. Which, that game is a fucking banger, so I hope that's true. And then the third... Third part of this rumor is that, in addition to all of that, we're also going to get a new Paper Mario game that is going to supposedly go back to to the roots of Paper Mario, because uh, the Nintendo sixty four game and the two GameCube or the one GameCube game are the games that like people love, mm-hmm. whereas the more recent games on you know 3ds and you know Wii U are ones that people have been like oh you know these are kind of whatever. Um, The the more recent ones have added a lot of gimmicks to the gameplay. Like, on 3DS, there was Sticker Star. So it was like, instead of gaining levels, like a regular RPG, you're, like, finding stickers and, like, boosting your stats that way. It it was an interesting idea. I don't think it really played that great in the game. I played Sticker Star. I wasn't a big fan of that. I like Paper Mario, but Sticker Star was whatever. Um, The one for the Wii U... I think it's called Super Paper Mario, or maybe it was on the Wii. I nah, it was on the Wii. I can't remember. It was on the Wii U, I think. But Super Paper Mario had some interesting things, but, like, it took out the turn-based combat. It was all live combat, which is kind of whatever. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited if they go back to that, you know, including Super Super Mario RPG, which is kind of what birthed both Paper Mario and Mario & Luigi. So hopefully this is kind of go back to what made those games really good to begin with um, and drop some of the gimmicky stuff that some people would argue may have ruined the games in, in the later iterations. I don't think that they were all that bad. Like Paper... There was definitely two on the Wii. Maybe it was on the Wii. Super Super Paper Mario. It wasn't bad. I enjoyed it. I beat that game. But it wasn't the same. Like it was it was less of an RPG I, th- I would consider and more of like a... A hybrid rpg platformer um but it'd be interesting to see what what they do with that i think that would get a lot of people excited it would at least get a lot of people excited that are fans of that franchise whereas the the mario collection i think is going to be a more widespread excitement um I mean, how do you feel about this rumor like what, what would this like would any part of this excite you
1: yeah uh, listen i'll play super mario sunshine again
0: I, so, if that 3D collection is real, Mm. I, which I, wouldn't surprise me if it was, um, I haven't been playing Super Mario, I haven't played Super Mario 64 in a long time, I would love to go back to that game, I hope, I hope what they do with this is, like, re, they don't have to be full remasters, but I hope that they're reworked a little bit mechanically for today's, I guess, technology? Yeah. Um. Even though I do... I mean, I, again, I haven't gone back and played Super Mario 64 in a long time. I feel like that wouldn't age terribly. I feel like some people have certain issues with Sunshine. So maybe tweaking some of the mechanics there. Um, Galaxy, I think, is still a little bit recent enough where people wouldn't have to worry about too many tweaks. Um, yeah, I, I, I would be most excited for Super Mario 64 if these were remasters and not just like a collection of the games, as they were. Mm-hmm. Um But I'm also pretty excited about Sunshine because I haven't played Sunshine in forever. And I don't really know what my opinion is on the game. I know it has some mixed opinions, you know, in its history. Where do you stand on the Sunshine uh, debate? Are you a fan of Sunshine or do you think it's a bad Mario game?
1: I mean, I think I'm a fan. Um, What I was going to say is I feel like I played 60. I would count the 3DS or not 3DS. It was just. The D- it was on the DS. Was on the- that was
0: probably the last time that I also played it.
1: Yeah, so I feel like it's recent enough. I was like, yeah, you know, I played it again already. I don't need to. I mean, I'll play it again, but like, I don't. I don't care about that much. Whereas Sunshine, I feel like I enjoyed that game.
0: Um, hold on, Super Mario 64 DS, Mike, definitely came out before Sunshine. Really? Uh, so, 64 DS came out in November 2004. Let's see what time Sunshine came out. I mean, maybe not, but I I feel like Sunshine might have
1: come out in 03 Then
0: oh no, yeah, Sunshine came out in two thousand two. So Sunshine is older. Um, But either way, it's been a very long time since I've played either of those games. So those two, I'm excited about. A lot of people put Galaxy Two, I think, as their like favorite 3D Mario game of all time. I played 1 and 2. I don't remember them hitting me that hard. And I love Mario. I mean, you know that I love Nintendo. Mm. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but, like, at least going back to my... Again, I haven't touched... I definitely haven't touched Galaxy since those games came out. Um, 64 would be the 3DS, 3D, uh, D and then Sunshine would be back on the GameCube. So it's been a while for all of these games. But thinking back to my brain at the time, I, I, I don't remember Galaxy being like this oh shit moment like if you had to ask me now I would say I would probably put Odyssey above all of these games maybe not 64 but I love Odyssey I think Odyssey is a great game um, but I don't even like it wouldn't even be a question for me I I don't Galaxy didn't hit me like that I don't know maybe it would maybe it would differently if I revisited it but it's just I don't remember it hitting me that way back then Um. did you play the Galaxy games no huh. um I'd be I would love to dive back into 3D World. If they added more stuff, I would 100% dive into that day 1 cuz 3D World is another game that I think is like a perfect Mario game. I think that game ex- excels on every level. Um it's a it's probably the best uh multiplayer Mario game. I know like the the new Super Mario Brothers games, a lot of those have multiplayer. I think 3D World nails multiplayer like does it perfectly. I think what would be even cooler is if they did a 3D world three D Land combo. Because three D Land on the three DS, which is not part of this rumor, is like another, I think, perfect Mario game. It's it's very, very well done. Um it's kinda in the same vein as three D World, where it's like a it's not like a three D game like sixty four or or Sunshine. But it's not a side scroller. So I don't know what you would call it. Two point five D maybe? I guess um but those games are fantastic both of those uh obviously i'd be a big fan of a new paper mario game um would you hope that they brought any other because some of the rumors are saying that there's potential for other mario games to be like re-released during this year um so do we think that's going to be like a Mario Sports collection, a Mario Party collection. Like do you think either of those make a Super Mario Strikers remaster, like or a new game? Like do you think any of that is is in the cards here?
1: Uh, I wouldn't rule anything out. I mean, I don't think I have any real affinity for any of those games, so like I don't care one way or the other.
0: Like do you think so so hear me out with this. It's 35th anniversary of Mario. We don't really know what Nintendo is planning to release for the rest of this year. Like, Animal Crossing was their big ten-pole game that has come out, and we don't really have any big, big releases announced mm-hmm. that we know of that are coming out this year. We know other games are in the pipeline. Like, we know Metroid Prime 4. We know Zelda 2. We know other things are there, but we don't have dates for those things. So, I mean, I guess there's potential that it could be one of those. I doubt it's Metroid because... I don't think that game is anywhere near done. It could be Zelda because they're building it, I would imagine, off of the Breath of the Wild engine. So they already have the engine. They're just building a new game. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if that that was their big holiday game. Um, I mean, they have the Pokemon DLC, which is like a big deal. But again, it's not like a brand new game. So... If these rumors are true, do you think for the rest of this year it's just fucking Mario onslaught? We get this Mario collection. We get Mario 3D World Remaster. We get New Paper Mario. We get, I don't know, a new Mario sports game. Like, do you think we just get a bunch of fucking Mario games and that's the rest of the year?
1: All Mario, all the time. I think that would be a bold move that I don't think would be the best idea, but I guess it's not out of the realm of possibility. I would like to think that they have other things up their sleeves.
0: I I also think they have other things up their sleeves. At least one other bigger game. Um, but I also wouldn't blame them if they... like. I, I don't think it would be necessarily a bad business decision if they decided to just lean on Mario for this year and drop a bunch of fucking Mario because, I mean, it's Mario. Mario sells. Mario does well. I think there's a lot of variety there. It would be You'll get people who want to revisit those old games. People who never played those old games are going to buy that. You're going to get people that like RPGs or like fuck yeah, new pipe Mario, hell yeah. You're going to get people that you know didn't buy a Wii U and want to check out 3D World. Um, yeah, I think that I think that's a lot of software sold. Like I think that's a lot of success right there. Um, plus, I think Animal Crossing is going to go on throughout this year to sell very very well Um, I mean it's already broken many records with its sales um, so I only see that continuing to climb as the year goes on especially with how the world is right now I think it's a very very good like as as like shitty as this is to say I think it worked out in a way that like Animal Crossing probably couldn't have released at a better time ever just for the type of game that it is and what's going on in the world, it's like a low traction life sim that you can kind of just get lost in. Um, I think it, it, <laughs> I think it came out at the perfect time. But with that said, the last thing that I want to ask you, Mike is with all this talk of, you know, remasters and collections is there a collection of games that you would want to see or just a game in general that you'd want to see come to, you know, any current platform that is either, like, hard to play unless you have the original or something that, you know, you missed or something that, like, oh, you know, it's like it's locked on the Vita or it's locked on, you know, 360, but I'd like to play it now. Um, Is there anything like that that you, like... You'd be excited for if it came out.
1: Look, just bring back Mario Party One.
0: You'd be down with that. Yes. Should we just get a? Well, should we up the ante here and get like a Mario Party N sixty four collection and just get one through three?
1: I'm sure. Although one was the one that I own, one was one that I played the most, so that's where my allegiances lie.
0: Two and three can
1: tag along, I suppose. One of them had like Mario with a cowboy hat on, right?
0: I think that was two. I think I liked two. I had so I had all three. I think two was the one I liked the most. I don't know. They should have all had bumper balls. If one of them didn't have bumper balls, I didn't like that one. So, because bumper balls is by far probably my favorite Mario Party g- mini game of all time.
1: Mm.
0: Um, it's funny that you said that because I was thinking like they did that Mario Party like hundred best mini game collection for the 3ds. Yeah. But, like, I never got that. I, I don't I, I Googled it quickly to see what its review, like, aggregate score was, and it was not that great. So I don't know why it didn't score well. Because um, in my brain, that concept is great. Like, yeah, give me the best 100 minigames of Mario Party. Sure, I'm down. Um, would you want, like, an updated minigame collection for the Switch? Would that, would that, like, wet your whistle? Or do you want the full board game experience? Uh,
1: I don't know. I think I could go either way with that. Only because I know that the original board games were kind of, I mean, I guess you could call them simplistic compared to what they've done now. Because in the old yeah. ones, you just, you go around, you might hit like a Bowser space. I'm going to try and speak louder to kind of drown out my mother in the background. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you hit the spaces or, you know, you'd you would you'd get to Boo and Boo would be like, hey, you know, 50 coins and I'll steal a star for you. But now mm-hmm. they've got all these other things where you get like a, you get like the different blocks that do different things and I don't know. It's crazy. But I really just cared about the the mini games.
0: Yeah. I mean the mini games were life. That's for sure. Um so I wouldn't I wouldn't hate that maybe. Um For me, I mean obviously I've said this a million times, but you know, persona four to the switch, persona five to the switch for something more current. Um
1: Oh, I think I uh, broke my Vita. I I don't know yet.
0: What? Do you, how? Because your cat threw up
1: on it? I, I mean, it stopped working after that, but it doesn't make sense. Like basically, what happened was, I left it on the floor. It was plugged in and charging because I feel like it, it did lose battery. Like I was like, oh, you know, I might break out again to do something, and I left it on the floor, plugged in, charging. My cat threw up on it, but it she or he I'm based off of how it came out i'm pretty sure it was the fat so um <laughs> it, it it basically was just on the screen because like it was laying on its back mm-hmm. and it was just it was on the screen so like i was able to scrape it off and it was it looked fine like it didn't seem like it got into anything um but the game this it wouldn't turn on and when i plugged it in i forget it it did something like you know the the PlayStation, like, button. Yeah, yeah. I think it, it, like, flashed orange for, like, a split second. It did something where it was like, that's weird. So I looked up online, like, hey, who's had this issue before? And they recommended doing this, that, and the other. I, like, I took off the back cover entirely and disconnected the battery, plugged it back in, and now the button is doing a different thing, but it's still not turning on.
0: Weird. Yeah. Now... Have you tried leaving it plugged in charging for a long period of time?
1: Yes. Not only was okay. it plugged in for a long period of time prior to this issue, but after it, under both circumstances where like the light made like some sort of indication, I would leave it plugged in. Cause like the light would, f- like, I think it stays orange when it's charging right now. Yes. It, it will like turn on, it'll go orange for a second, turn off, turn orange for a second again, and then turn off entirely. That's what it's currently doing
0: because hmm. i know like i know when my vita has died like the battery has died completely it takes a little while for it to actually charge okay. and turn back on i'm familiar with that as a matter of uh, fact
1: as ever since i like completely let it die die and you know i finally found the charge and plugs it back in every mm-hmm. single time i turn it on i have to set the time like i think that internal battery has completely died to the point where it cannot remember the time whenever it's off so mm-hmm. i have to
0: so I, maybe you just need a new battery then. Yeah, maybe. Um, weird. Well, that sucks. Well, then you definitely need. Did you buy Persona Four or no? I did. Oh motherfucker! <laughs> I did. Um, I, I'll. I, there's got to be. A, there's got to be a solution. Maybe. Maybe the solution is like taking the battery out and letting it sit out for a while and then putting it back in. Yeah, I
1: don't know. I got time on my hands. I'll probably unscrew uh, it again.
0: But. So those coming would be great. I mean, I would love to see Super Mario RPG or Zelda Link to the Past get, like, sexy remaster versions and bring those to the Switch. Like, you know, a la Link's Awakening. Maybe not in that art style, but just, you know, sexy, sexy it up versions. Um, The games in the Metroid series that I haven't finished is embarrassing. But Metroid Fusions is a game I never had. And it's a game that a lot of people say is like one of the best Metroids. So that coming to Switch would be pretty dope. Um, Even if it's just a port, not any sort of remaster. And I think lastly, I would love, unless we just got a new Rhythm Heaven game, which I don't think there's one in the works or one announced, I would just love a Rhythm Heaven collection on the Switch would be fantastic. Um, There's a lot of really cool, cool. you ever play any Rhythm Heaven game, Mike, or no?
1: Uh no, I might have played like a bit, like I I might have played one of yours for like a bit, but I never owned and like played one extensively.
0: Yeah, I did not have the Wii game, but I did have the DS game. I think it's, I think the DS one is called Rhythm Heaven F- Fever, or Rhythm Heaven Golden. Uh, let's find out because now I'm wrong because Rhythm Heaven Fever might actually be the Wii one that I did not own. Uh, Rhythm Heaven DS. Just called Rhythm Heaven. Um, that game was great. I love that game. A lot of fun fun times with that game. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of where I stand with those things. Um, but we're at that mark, Mike, so we should probably wrap things up. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Past Control Podcast, episode 191. If you... As always, you can find all of our content at PassController.io, on Twitter and on Instagram at PassController, and on Twitch at twitch.tv PassController. If you're a friend of the show, a fan of the show, want to help support the show, the easiest way to do that and the freest way to do that is to share us on social media, tell a friend about the show, and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Even if you don't listen on Apple Podcasts, leaving us a review there would be amazing. It really helps us. If you did have a few bucks kicking around and want to help support us during these times, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash the controller becoming a patron or going to pass the controller and getting yourself some sweet sweet swag. As always, you can find me at B Groom, and you can find this guy at underscore Michael Path. And thank you so much for listening to this week's episode, episode 191 of the Pass Control Podcast. Please stay healthy. Please stay safe. And do what you can to slow the curve. Is that what it is, Mike? Slow the curve? Flatten. Flatten the curve. Flatten the curve. But we out.